Welcome to Life in Agriculture, everyone. This is Brooklyn speaking, a woman living life in agriculture. Each day, I will be back with information about life in agriculture in a small town. Hello, friends. I am back again. This week's episode is based on a different season. Can you take a guess to which one I haven't done yet? Oh my, you guessed correctly. I hope you're having a fantastic time listening to different podcasts I have been producing. This episode is related to the spring season. After last week, I wish spring was here. The weather was just freezing with below degree temperatures. It was a bit chilly. To get rolling into spring, what are some of your favorite things to do during this season? A couple of my favorite things to do is start going on a run. It is hard to do that in the winter because it doesn't feel the best outside while running. Another thing is that it's starting to get warmer out and that means we can start going swimming faster. Spring is the start to summer, which who doesn't love these kind of seasons? Now, as this week's weather rolls around, it is still supposed to be cold, but not as chilly. This past week, we were full of snowing and freezing temperatures. According to the Old Farmer's Almanac, the upcoming week is going to be flurries, possibly with little sun. It is going to start warming up in the atmosphere. This will help tremendously, though hopefully it starts to warm up. Now we are off to talking about the farmers during the spring. Their jobs roll around to begin the process for the year. The winter gave them a much-needed break, but they need to get back to work. According to Ag America, it is important to test the pH levels before doing anything with the crops. Another thing to test is the nutrient levels. It is best to test these more than once a month to get a correct amount. If a farmer hasn't already ordered their seed for the upcoming year, they need to do so. Finding the different levels will make an impact on the seed that a farmer may buy. Farmers will start to look through their shed and equipment to make sure there is nothing that needs to be replaced. Some farmers trade equipment every couple years, so it is best to keep track of the years and to do so when needed. They start putting the work in for their fields. The crops are starting to put in the ground. They have to be put in before it hits the amount of time where the weeds take over. Before the crops are planted, some people may want their ground filled with manure. Manure is a very healthy type of soil. According to Tractor Supply, manure helps with the soil amendment and fertilizer. The soil amendment is just something that helps the soil. I talked about fertilizer beforehand in my last episode. Some people want it on during the winter, but others may not. Farmers usually till their grounds, but some people choose not to do so. According to Sterling Land Company, tilling helps to loosen up the weeds and making them start all over. It helps control the weeds better when they have to start all over because then the weeds can't control the crops. Some people choose to do no-till. No-till does benefit the soil. It helps reduce the amount of erosion that can happen. The moisture doesn't come out of the ground, which helps the soil a lot. It keeps the soil moisturized by the water not having to come up and get dry. Sometimes farmers will only do no-till on specific parts of their land 
because of the reasons that it helps to benefit. It helps especially when there's a lot of sand or extremely dry soil. The downfall of no-till is spending more money on chemicals for the crops. Tilling helps to keep the crops away from weeds. Others may want it on early spring to prepare in time for the crop produce. The manure has to be spread plenty early in order for the crops to survive. If it is spread too late, the plants can't handle the odor of the manure. The plants will begin to die. It is best to add manure in different sections. It should not be overlapped after one go around. Once the manure is on the ground, the next thing is mixing the soil and manure up. The manure obviously needs to be mixed with the soil to get a stronger amount of nutrients in the soil. First off, we have to wait till the ground gets thawed to do so. If people try to do it too early, then the ground will make the equipment break. It is best to wait until it is thawed. People take the time to break it up because it is easier for the crops to be planted. The start to the season begins with planting. Before the planting takes place, there is usually a herbicide being planted. The crops are planted usually anytime after late March or somewhere between then. People like to spread it out because they may have a lot to do. There can't be frost between the time of planting and when it was thawed out the first time. The frost will end up killing the crops. It is hard to know if there is going to be or not, so it is best to wait until later where it won't be as dangerous of a decision. According to Western Illinois University School of Agriculture, there is weed control being sprayed. It is pesticides and herbicides are just the first doses of them. The spring season for my family is calving season. It began last episode, but this is the more busy time of the year. Our 4-H calves usually calve first because we plan for them being early. The heifers, which are the first calvers, are the close ones to watch. We take extra care to watch them. We already have calving pens built in case we need to use them. The first calf is usually dropped in the middle of March. A couple of weeks before we think that they are going to start to calve, we will start checking them a lot. According to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, a couple signs that show they are ready are the utter development, relaxation, and the swelling of the back end. These are just a few of the major ones that happen a couple weeks before they are getting ready to calve. There are different signs being shown before they calve right away. One sign is the cow will go off and hide. There is slime coming from the back end in the vulva, which indicates that they are going to calve soon. The downfall of the slime is that it can be shown a couple days before as well. There is much more than just waiting until the calf is born. The first job to do is make sure they are getting milk from their mom. Some cows can't always produce milk, so the owner will be able to tell. If the cow does produce milk, there is one way to tell without sitting there and trying to watch it all the time. The udder is shown to tell if the calf has been sucking on it to get milk. It will be shiny like it has been sucking. There is jobs to do once the calves are a couple days old as well. We want to leave them alone with their mom for a couple days because cows can get really protective. We have to catch them each one by one. The process starts with building a corral to get them in at. We first sort off the cows and calf from each other. We then jump in to get the calf treated with a couple different medicines. This helps the calf not get sick if it is not the best weather out. If a baby calf is not feeling the best, we treat the calf right away. This will help to keep it surviving. Checking the calves every day after they are born is very important. 
the checking of the cows is the worst part of all time. It is not that bad during the day, but it is at night. My family has a routine of when to check the cows. It all depends on what cow we think will calve in the upcoming days. We may check them a lot more or just a little bit. If we are checking them a lot, then we will go out every four hours or so. This is mainly for a 4-H calf or if the weather is not the best. If we check them just a little, we go out around 1 to 2 in the morning. It is important to wake up to do this because something with the cow could happen easily. They won't be able to help themselves, so checking the cows is a huge factor. This last week, we had our first calf, and we were all really shocked. We didn't think the cows would start calving right away. Usually, the heifers have calves first. We are still grateful to start calving season. Although the snow and messy weather doesn't always benefit the calves, I do know it will get worse as the season goes on. We aren't even into spring yet, but we will be here shortly. Raising cattle has been a huge part of my life since day one. Calving season has stopped us from doing some activities because we can't be gone all the time. This past year, I played basketball on the weekends. It was hard on my family because it is a hard time of the year to be gone. Both of my parents weren't always able to go because they were staying home with the animals. Activities make it take a part in choosing what is the main priority in your life. Obviously, we still go to activities, but we come home that night to check on the animals. I am done talking about the seasons now, but I will still be back for more episodes. Thanks for listening to the daily talk of life and agriculture of a small town. Stay tuned for later in this week's episode for more life and agriculture. See you next week!